0: 1002 Sports Radio 92.9, the game. If you're driving around the great city of Atlanta, Georgia, we really appreciate you listening to us. And uh, we are the uh, 100,000-watt home of Atlanta United, home of the Atlanta Hawks, home of the Atlanta Falcons, and home of the biggest ratings in the history of this city for sports radio. Like, crazy numbers. And I know because I used to be on a radio station whose signal, if you drove past American Pie at 285, um, you'd start hearing a Spanish station in Albuquerque because <laughs> that's how bad the old signal 790 The Zone was. So I knew, like, hey, guys, we're going to fight the fight. We've got no signal here. You have all the talent. you got the signal. Um, and and uh, just the, the the city just embraces this format so much over here, at least. Um, so the ratings have been out spectacular on the Steakhouse on the morning shift on Dukes and Bell and on Andy and Randy and of course nighttimes as well where we do a fabulous job whether that's uh, Fricky or Chuckery or Abe or whoever's Chris Thomas. It's a lot. It's a lot of testosterone. And then you have Sandy and you have Tiffany. You have these two, you know, powerhouse right. women. These two powerhouse women, who are bringing it home. So um, I want to get to this Jay Williams stuff in a second because I – comment on it last week. It's uh, We're right smack in the middle of high school basketball tournament, right? Moments that will live forever. How well do you remember your high school football playoff games at Peachtree Ridge? Yeah,
1: we had a great run my senior year.
0: How old was the program when you were by your senior We were years? in our fourth year. And you were competitive in your fourth year? State champs. You guys won it all. You're, uh... We got rings and trophies. Okay, so do you... What's your indelible memory? Did you play in the Dome?
1: Yeah, we beat Warner Robbins in the Dome.
0: Damn. How did you guys get so good so fast? We had a lot of talent. No, yeah, I mean, like, we're just coming from that area. and like, who? Like... We
1: pulled from Duluth, North Gwinnett, and Collins Hill. Obviously, Cameron Hayward was on our team. Uh, Zach Graham was our quarterback. Zach played D1 basketball at home Miss. Sidney Haynes, Chris Douglas, a lot of good guys on defense as well. Philip Davis. Who was your coach? Blair Armstrong.
0: What was your first year record?
1: Uh, I didn't play my freshman year, but the first year Peachtree Ridge was open. They played a two-way schedule and went one and nine. Okay. Then we went straight to five A. We went one and nine again, and then we were all juniors and we went six and four, lost out of the playoffs to a tiebreaker, and then we made the playoffs Jeez. as a four seed and
0: won the state championship. That's an awesome story. You don't talk about nearly as much as Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> I know story. Rusty, but again, <laughs> Dude, Rusty, Rusty talks about babies that year. and
1: memories. Yeah. Babies and memories. So we had. We beat uh, we beat Wheeler, number one seed. We beat Campbell, one of the best teams in the Damn. nation. We beat Stevenson, Warner Robins, Roswell. We tied they Roswell did. in the state championship game, 14-14. Do
0: you know that story? Had you heard that before? From I had heard
2: the story before about Peachtree Ridge, That's definitely. crazy.
0: By a fourth year. Um,
1: so we tied Roswell 14 14 and 2A tied that year as well, and that's when they got rid of tying in the state championship game. Say it again? We tied Roswell 14 to 14 in the state championship game. So the two A
0: classification tied as well that year. So you both won state titles. Yes. Oh, okay. You didn't tell me that. But that's I totally did. Nice. I
1: told you we got rings and trophies.
0: Oh, okay. So I'll say this they're gonna be memories tonight, high school basketball. Um Great matchup. We were just talking about Day-Day, Holy Innocence, and Pace Academy. Um, Holy Innocence has the absolute stud.
2: Yep, Caleb Wilson. And, uh, yeah, they're going to take on Pace, Pace who has uh, – Char- Charm White, who uh, yep,
0: is a ridiculous uh, coach. And, yeah, and
2: then the young man, Green, uh, K.J. Green over there. Yeah, they got like, a bunch of kids at Pace yeah. going to
0: go D1. My point is there's just one of a, a bunch of games that are going to be indelible memories. You know, me and – I'm going on a uh, trip to Orlando. It's a golf uh, boys' trip. When is that? That is in—we we have the countdown. Everybody sends, like, different players for That's each right, the day. That's jersey number you yeah, said. Yeah, jersey number. So I think we're at 22 today. I got to see who that is. Send Jay Williams. So is that what his number was? At Duke. So we all played our senior—we we quit baseball our sophomore years and all turned to lacrosse. Me and Dino and Dogsy and Porpy and the whole crew— Junior year, I think we made the playoffs. Senior year, we won the state championship. We beat Peabody in overtime. Oh, wait. Rusty's calling in to talk about his high school football right. days right now. So, um, but I'm saying winning that state title and remembering the parties that night and the semifinal game against Peabody, uh, semifinal against Medfield and beat My point is, like, you can't get around how meaningful this is. And no offense to specialized AAU travel teams or playing an overtime elite or doing all these things when you're playing with your boys, right? And you know us idiots will be sitting there in Orlando at some one of their fancy restaurants at, at uh, Eddie V's or, or, you know, some steakhouse, and we'll be still talking about, you know, that game. and And the magic of – and the moments that are about to happen for the state title for women's basketball – and men's and all these other sports, the high school tournament time, they're just you—you you just don't get it when you start talking about so true. You know, travel and homeschooling, and and you know, it's about getting to the next level. No, it's about creating a memory that's a lifetime memory.
1: Speaking of specializing in sport and kind of the intense pressure that younger kids are on now when they do play, have you seen how popular Jeff Rinkhorst's podcast has gotten, the Pure Athlete podcast? And no, it's all centered around. Don't specialize. Like, Jeff Francor and his co-host get on this podcast, and they bring in amazing guests, and they are targeting parents to say, hey, come talk to Matt Olson. Matt Olson, how did you get to where you are? He's like, dude, I played three sports in high school, blah, blah, blah. blah." Francoeur, one of the best two-sport athletes of all time. You know, and they come in, and they just say, it's okay. And Francoeur goes, your kid is 12. They haven't even gone through puberty yet. You don't
3: even know if they're good. Ask
0: Matt Ryan. Ask John Smoltz. Uh, who's, of the, who's the kid we were just talking about that's a first-round pick, 300 pounds? Rusty was saying who's playing basketball right now as well. Luke Harpering, by the way. Did you just see Marist? The yes, other night? I did. Yes. Marist beats Riverwood. And Luke Harpering, who's going to play tight end at Georgia Tech, plays basketball at Marist, goes for, what, 28?
2: No, he goes for 30, dropped 21 in the second half. And they beat Riverwood. And they beat Riverwood yeah. by four. You, you, and then they all won last night. Riverwood, them, them. All the teams out of their region all won last night.
0: Yeah, you think Matt Hartman's talking about specializing? No, he's saying his kid just had a memory of a lifetime, right? So keep that stuff in mind, right? Uh, Jeff Francoeur, who may be top three high school athlete in the history of the state. No doubt. Uh, I remember the doubleheader. I think he
1: still has the interception record for a single season in 5 A football. I
0: called, I know you find this hard to believe, I I called Jeff Francois' High school championship game on television for GPTV. Back then, they didn't realize that really wasn't my sport. <laughs> I, but so no, I, I was. Who did play? Who Park did play that year? I don't even remember. He had a big interception, though. He was headed to Clemson to play. And of course, then the baseball team won That's right. in the spring. He had a doubleheader where he had like four or five home runs and closed out both games. It was insane. He's sick. I want to play. Speaking of sick, what Caitlin Clark is doing. He was Jay Williams last week trying to convince us that Caitlin Clark isn't – she's not great. I am, I am unwilling, and maybe it's more the, the Kobe mentorship around me, to say that she is great yet. I think she is the most prolific scorer the game has ever seen. I hold great or the levels of immortality or the pantheon to when you win championships. I'm just – that's just me. So, Diane Taurasi,
2: when you win three consecutive championships, two-time national player of the year – it has, to, it has to culminate with the chip. It has to. I mean, Brianna Stewart, if we're talking about GOAT legends of the game, she's
0: won four chips. Four chips, multiple national players of the year. So I'm not saying that she's not at a high, high, high level, but for it to go to the states of immortality, in my opinion, it has to culminate with your team winning a championship. Let she's me. great. She's great.
3: She is okay. great. No. Okay.
1: Great. No, no. I would venture to say, because he mentioned Kobe Bryant's name, I would venture to say Kobe Bryant would probably be okay saying Caitlin Clark is great. He
0: is such it, it, he is such a, a, a stooge. Last night he did the Alabama LSU game and Dan Shulman was like, You want to talk about great? Is Angel Reese great? They were all there, the whole LSU team. He goes, I told you about if you're gonna be the GOAT, you have to win titles. If you're the goat, if you're in Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, you got No, dude. Let's go back to that cut. Okay, let's go back to that cut. Don't be a liar. You didn't say a goat ever in that entire time. You never mentioned. You literally said, I'm not going to call her great. You, 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 it, you uh, pompous, Duke, apologist, or, or, or arrogant, like. Aside from winning
1: a title, I know one thing that would immediately make Jay Williams say, Caitlin Clark is great.
0: If she played for Duke. Oh, no doubt. Thank you.
1: If she played for Duke and they had not won a title yet and she was accomplishing these things, he would say she's one of the greatest
0: players of all time. Dan Shulman should have replayed that and said, when did you say GOAT? Nobody said GOAT. You said, if I'm going to put you in the level of great, you have to win a title. Barry Sanders, he wasn't great. (laughs) Dan Marino,
1: not great. Charles Charles Barkley, Barkley,
0: not great. Not great. Carl Malone. Carl Malone, he's not great. That is such nonsense. And I don't know what this is, this backlash of okay, you want Cheryl Miller, Caitlin Clark. I don't know who's a better player. Ryan Tarasi. T- T- Here's what I know. Caitlin Clark has impacted women's basketball and women's sports more than any athlete in the last 50 years. There's never been anything like it. She she is absolutely transcending how men watch women's college basketball. And she is a spectacular. Great, great, great with a capital G basketball player, okay? And she's a greater player than Angel Reese, even though she doesn't have a ring. And she's probably a greater player than Cheryl Swoops, who also wanted to throw shade at her. Like, wh- how can you say that the word great? You're a liar. When you got on there last night, I'm watching that Kentucky game, and he goes, I'm talking about Pantheon. I'm talking about GOAT. Mount no, no, Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> dude, wanna... all you said was that she's not great. Yeah, that's 100% what he said. Right? Thank you. You right. just played the cut. Right. We played the... And that's why I said last night to dating. And how dare he throw Kobe's name in like, there? A, I was oh, like, yeah. what are you oh, talking about? Oh, that's my about? credibility. Yeah. It's my mamba mentality. I know, dude. Because you and Kobe's careers, they mirror each other. Yeah, Kobe right.
2: was the, the biggest uh, advocate for women. Advocate? No yes. No like, doubt. come dude,
0: on. Do you know what Kobe, if he was alive would be doing with his daughters, going to Iowa, going to uh, Iowa games, and saying, I want you to watch Caitlin Clark's commitment to her craft. I want you to watch her off season because I be watching her training videos. And I want you to watch what a complete basketball player, a baller, looks like. And Jay Williams, in typical Dookie fashion, has to be the smartest guy in the room. And you know what, dude? You just lied last night with that whole thing. I'm talking about GOAT. No, we just heard it. 404-726-0929. You want to challenge that? Caitlin Clark has transcended women's sports, period. 404-726-0929. I've got friends at Duke. I root for Duke basketball. I like Danny Ferry. But man, you Dukies, you are something else. Jake and Drew, Sports Radio 929 The Game.
1: Fridays Hawks Raptors game. Tip off at 7.30. Sports Radio 929 The Game.
0: Atlanta Sports Radio 92
1: 9 the Game. And y'all live y'all.
3: And y'all, live y'all. Now more of the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 929 The Game.
0: 1022 Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Stake Shapiro, Drew Butler, fastest two hours in radio. Anybody want to call and defend what Jay Williams said, which was that Caitlin Clark's not a great player, which is what he said, not that she's not the goat. 404-726-0929. That's an arrogant group right there, man. JJ Riddick, same way. I liked his. Uh, do I like his comments on Doc Rivers? I mean, look, JJ Redick me? is battle tested now.
1: He'd been on first take for the past two years going toe-to-toe with Mad Dog and Stephen A.
0: He's ready. Stephen A. had to go on his show and say, I like um, Chris Russo. He's a friend. And I like J.J. Redick. And these two guys wouldn't be next to me if I didn't like them. That is true. It's getting so heated on that show that people are like, this is uncomfortable. And, And Stephen A. is like, dude, this is why I have him here. I used
1: to be in the camp of like, oh, my God, these guys are ridiculous. I don't even want to listen to them. I've entered the phase of just understanding it's pure entertainment. And when Mad Dog's getting in the camera screaming and Stephen A's going back to back, with him, I find it highly
0: entertaining. I, mean, I think it's, they're it's, great at what they do. It's like professional wrestling. I heard a three-hour interview with John Cena on Howard Stern, which was fascinating, and talking about the entertainment of wrestling, the sports entertainment, the storylines, how they play it out, why he respects it so much. Talking about how he morphed from like The Rock and other guys into movies and everything else, and and listen, that's what those shows are. I mean, to a degree, that's what our show is. Um, I mean, the sports opinions are are, are authentic, right? As journalists, journalists, journalists but. You know, I mean, you're trying to deliver a product as entertaining as possible. I think Stephen A. Smith has great NBA knowledge, and I respect it. And I think J.J. Riddick is a tremendous source for sure to talk about the NBA. He's played everywhere. He played at Duke, played for Krzyzewski, played for Doc Rivers, played for the Clippers, played for the Sixers, played for New Orleans. He's played everywhere. So uh, you may not like the product delivery from Pat McAfee. You know what I know? He gets Pat Mahomes on after the frigging Super Bowl for half an hour. Gets Nick Saban every week. Like, what do you want? That's where people are going. That's right. So I got these guys blowing up my texts. who can't handle Pat McAfee. Stephen A. Smith drives them crazy. And I go, okay, well, they're not worried about you. And there's a reason they're the highest paid. Because I'll tell you one thing, ESPN does have research and numbers and who gets ratings. And guess who gets them? Stephen A. and Pat McAfee. And who doesn't? Guys like, what was his name you just told me uh, just got uh, moved out at NBC?
1: Jack Collinsworth, no longer the official voice of Notre Dame for NBC. Dan Hicks has taken over.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, that was – it, it might have been one of the worst broadcasts that I have ever heard. Jason Garrett sitting next to Jack Collinsworth calling Notre Dame that is a national broadcast
1: on NBC from New York to L.A., 2.30, Notre Dame football games, and that was your broadcast.
0: Yeah, that that's that's not the gravitas of what Notre Dame is looking for. 404-726-0929. Um, we are going to uh, belly up. Hey, a-
1: I, I know why nobody's calling in. AT&T is still down. I don't have so, so- cell phone
0: service. <laughs> Dude, People in Atlanta don't have cell phones. Mike Bell just tweeted, like, "Some of that." Do you see somebody hacked the phone companies? He's got like four international flags. He's got Russia. He's got Iran. He's got who hacked the phone companies? This is crazy stuff uh, going on right now. By the way, we are going to pivot from uh, belly up to Atlanta Eats on radio. Oh, nice it's Thursday. That's right, and it's we're not going to do it just a second, but it's National Margarita Day, and I I, I get a scent. Just looking out here in my group, I get a sense that they're going to be knee-deep in margaritas at some point today. So we'll do that list coming up in about four minutes. Awesome. I love a margarita. Love tequila. Do you have your two or three margarita spots near you or yeah. in town? Okay. We're going to do that. Uh, who do we have? Bryce? Bryce, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Bryce, thanks for calling. What do you got? Hey,
3: you. Hey, enjoy the show, guys. Um, yeah, Jay Williams is a bozo. He... Honestly, as a commentator, I don't think he's very good. Um, and they prop him up there, and he's on game day, and it's just a bad take. I mean, to say she's
0: not great? Dude, are you watching her I know, play? I, I mean, come on, it's, man. It's, and, um, it's so offensive it's, to me to, like, and then listen to him last night, you know, try to backtrack. Like, you heard it. We played it feel you, you know? Like, what what, what? what is that based on? Jealousy? Is she... You know, is there a backlash because she's a, a diminutive white girl playing at Iowa and now she's known as maybe one of the greatest players and that bothers him for some reason and bothers other people? I mean, let's call it what it is. I don't know. Where would that come from? It's complete nonsense and it's irresponsible. If you're watching Caitlin Clark and can't use the word great, then you don't deserve to be on television. You're just trying to be a jackass. 404 726 Oh, nine, two, nine, four, oh, four, seven, two, six, oh, nine, two, nine. Tell me I'm wrong. If I'm wrong. No. And that was a great call. He, he, he just called Jay Williams a bozo. And
1: that is a bozo take because to your point, why are you saying that? That there is some What's underlying the issue. There's a narrative that he's trying to pass off. He absolutely has an agenda when he's sitting there saying the highest scoring women's college basketball player of all time is not great. Simply because she hasn't won a title?
0: Yeah, I mean, Pantheon. We just horses. went
1: down lists of amazing
0: so professional we, we athletes probably, that said they're no longer great. That should be one of our three. And st-
1: then, three again, shame on Jay Williams for bringing up Kobe Bryant while he puts up that trash tank. Yeah,
0: Yeah, he's trying to, like, here's my street kid, because maybe I was raised on the Kobe mentality. Okay, we we, we just made it clear how Kobe would feel about Caitlin Clark. So, you know, listen, I'm all for having strong opinions. You know me with people want to start screaming they're right. There's no right or wrong. Sometimes I tell Mark Zeno, you know, you're not going to win this argument with me out in the hallway because there is no right or wrong. You know, Arthur Smith should still be the coach. Okay. Um, I don't think you're right, but there's no proof. I I don't think you can, like, if you want to use the adjective great to describe the woman who's about to break the all-time scoring record for men and women. So, and she's not playing at a Division three school, right? You could say, oh, it's different because she's the best player. Like, she's playing at a Big Ten school and going to break the all-time record, and yet that's not the word great. I almost feel like a boss at Jay Williams should say, like, dude, you can have crazy takes. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard, Like right? She's going to be the lead. She's going to beat Pete Maravich's all-time scoring, and she's not great. I, I, okay. And, by the way, she's an insane passer. Insane passer as well. So, the only thing that's going to make me feel better is this. Time now for the
3: tastiest, juiciest, most delicious, crave-worthy segment in radio history. Time for Atlanta Eats on the radio. Got some hungry dogs over here. With the Steakhouse.
0: So, if you guys want to chime in as well, real simple, there are two kinds of Mexican joints to get margaritas. There is the absolute dive right up the street from you type place. Where you tell mommy, like, set some queso and some margaritas. And the place is kind of beat up a yeah. little bit. And then there's like, wow, I love authentic Mexican with crafted. I mean, Bo, you've worked in restaurants for a long time. There's the crafted tequila margarita cocktail, right? Oh, yeah. Lots of them. What do you prefer?
3: Uh, honestly, I like a nice frozen
0: margarita with a Corona sticking there up you go. The Bulldog margarita. That's right. I know those. What about you? You got your spots up the street from you that you're... Uh, yeah, I
1: love Frontera. Uh, Hacienda, we got one of those up in the Swanee Johns Creek area. Super Rica. You know, Fort Fry just absolutely crushes it. Su- I love Super Rica. Super
0: Rica is just a tremendous operation. Multiple locations. Um, their food is phenomenal, but their uh, margaritas are great. Pure I mean,
1: Taqueria is good, too.
0: Pure does a nice job. In the same vein as these chains, Tin Lizzy's for years. Tin Lizzy's. Um, also... La Paria. La Paria is awesome. Multiple locations. Yes. Really good stuff. All right. No Mas Cantina. Fabulous job. Maybe the old school OG for great margaritas, Nueva Lareda. I have not been there. On Chattahoochee. How many of you guys have been to Nuevo Lareda? Ridiculously good. Yeah, they have
2: really good margaritas.
0: Uh, bar Taco in Buckhead, a little bit more uh, foo-foo, she-she, really good spot. Paul Nero right downstairs here. If you want a great experience, go to Colony Square, great tequila bar, great margaritas at Paul Row right here in Midtown. Also, Cheeto and Padres in Buckhead. One of the best decks in town, right around the corner from the fancy Regis and Chops and that whole deal.
1: Sharinga, downtown Alpharetta, they literally have a to-go window where you can order your margaritas. And then you can walk, take around. it,
0: walk around. Great spot. Also, Casa Cielo in Sandy Springs, um, upscale, beautiful patio. They do a fabulous job. This family and serving quality margaritas as well. Uh, any others I'm missing What's right What's
1: your go to tequila to put in that margarita? Uh,
0: Casa Amigo is Casa what...
1: Amigos is going Have you tried Authentico?
0: No, authentic...
1: Authentico. What? Authentico. What They've got a Blanco, they got a Reposado, they also have a Cristalino. Okay.
0: Delicious. It's additive free, it's organic, and it's affordable. All right. Authentico tequila. Authentico. Uh, a place called Palo Santo. Uh, it's a tequila and mezcal bar that has gotten real hot, made with Casa Dragones Blanco which is uh, really, really great uh, quality tequila as well. And then um, any of those local spots up the street. So it's, ma- it's Margarita Day. It's a Thursday. It's going to be like 60s today, right? Yeah,
1: Nacho Daddy in Duluth. Bo just reminded me about it. They got the scorpion shot.
0: Okay, what's that again?
1: Nacho Daddy in downtown Duluth. Yeah. The scorpion shot is where you get a dead scorpion in your tequila shot.
0: Okay. You get to keep the glass. You get to keep the glass. And Day Day just said Las
2: Bravas. Yeah, that's one of those
0: diving spots.
2: Yeah, right, right? great spot, man. Love it. All right.
0: You know, are you looking
1: for foo foo with your Mexican restaurant, though? I mean, you kind of want the grunge. You you want the dive. You know, when dive. somebody
0: says authentic, like, authentic, like, Mexico City Mexican, which, by the way, Mexico City is supposed to have phenomenal restaurants, I just, I know you're going to find it's hard to believe, maybe a little too sophisticated, the Mexican. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm telling you, when you go to Super Rica and you get those steak fajitas, now they're pricey, dude. They are pricey. Oh yeah, but the strips—those are the biggest. You know, these the sirloin strips. Ridiculous. Yeah,
1: it's not like fajita. You know, no. they—they're they're not, not cutting not really it fajitas.
0: Short. It's like they sliced up a filet mignon and they put those strips. Or New York. But
1: to your point, if you go down Beavert Highway or like if you Phoenix, Arizona, downtown Phoenix, yeah. you go to some of these authentic Mexican restaurants. Yes. It's not white tablecloths. Right.
0: It's real Mexican food. And it's delicious. It's, listen, queso is one of the Apple phone. I think. Um, Nike and queso, three of the greatest uh, inventions or companies in history. You know what's another
1: one? Cell phone service. Imagine if you just took queso away from people today. There'd be an uproar. Yeah.
0: I could pour queso, a good queso, over a sneaker. Give me a knife and fork. you do a shoey with queso? Yeah, just bite <laughs> my sneaker. I'd be like, this is delicious. i a little. it's a little dry. You ever seen little kids go after queso? Oh, dude, dude, my kids. you walk into
1: a Mexican restaurant with three kids like I do? And you say, yeah, give us the large bowl of queso. That waitress looks at you like, am I really about to have to scrape up queso from everywhere in the
0: 10-yard radius? I tried to get our family to cut back a little bit on saying we got to eat healthier. So I came home from La Fonda without queso. or um, They disowned you. Dude, the the sadness in my home. (laughs) They looked at me like, who are you, Dad? Who are you kidding to come home and Fact, make religious. Up? Yeah. 10, uh, 10 o'clock out brought to you by the Man Cave. Visit your mancavestore.com. We'll play three strikes. We come back. Sports Radio 929.
2: In honor of Black History Month, Sports Radio, radio
3: 929. back to
0: more of the Steakhouse.
3: On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game.
0: 1042, 10 o'clock hour, brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Visit mancavestore.com. Three strikes coming up. Also, good questions. The anniversary of one of the greatest moments in sports history. We'll reflect on that, but it's our big game of the night. Um, Day Day must have found like a great mid-level MAC game in women's or men's. <laughs> no, I'm just I, like... Well, not, last, not, no, 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 no. I mean, it was... I'm never going to live this day. man I ever. think it was... It wasn't even South it was,
2: Carolina. It was North Carolina State it was, and Notre Dame.
0: Do you know that he gave us North Carolina State, Notre Dame, women's basketball as the game of the night? And I should have put him on suspension. As a three.
1: father of three
0: daughters, yeah. that's egregious data. Yeah. <laughs> They did. what were you thinking that day? I didn't think you were. Uh, Hannah
2: Hidalgo is one of the best freshmen in the country. All
0: right, all right. What's tonight's game?
2: All right, man. Full slate of NBA tonight. Of course, they're back from the break. This was kind of tough, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with actually a West Coast matchup: uh, Phoenix and Dallas tonight. Yeah, it's a, good game. Um, that's a good. I think that's probably the best one of the night.
0: Dallas ain't playing, right? They're they're getting after it. They're yeah, they're getting
2: after it. So that'll be your big game. Of course, brought to you by John Foy. All
0: right. Kevin Durant, Luka Doncic um, matching up. Hawks back in action tomorrow night against the Raptors. The Raptors. And you're going down? Tomorrow night, yes. Uh, All right. Here's our three strikes question, then we'll mention the sporting event. Um, The three strike question. Your favorite place to get a margarita. It's National Margarita Day. National Margarita Day. Your favorite player that never won a title. In honor of uh, Jay Williams had that very succinct comment that you can't be great unless you got a title, right? And then uh, your unhealthy attachment to your phone, scale of 1 to 10. So um, a bunch of services are out. Your phone's still out? Yeah, still out. The freakout's going on right now when folks have no access to their phone, can't reach their kids, can't get online and do what they normally like to do with their phone or whatever that is. That's that's real. That's going on right now. It's trending huge.
1: My favorite place to get a margarita, if anybody has been there, call in and let me know. Shadow Creek Golf Course in Las Vegas, Nevada. You walk in, the bartender's name is Rhonda. She makes a Rhonda Rita. Oh. So
2: famous
1: I like that, that the too. New York Post has written about it. No way. It. She has articles behind the bar because oh, all these guys from New York come in and they're like, this is the greatest margarita I've ever had. So they tell their friends, the New York Post writes about it, and it was actually just canned. Ronda Rita is now available. It's just canned? Yes, it's that famous from a golf course in Las Vegas.
0: Signature drink of Las Vegas, the Ronda Rita. It is crazy good. Ronda Chapman. Um, Wow. Shout out to Ronda. That is a great story. Ronda Rita is now being sold in 7-Eleven stores. Article coming out of Vegas, and I see a picture of her. Uh, that, that my friend, is why you have that very esteemed seat next to me on the steakhouse. That's a nice little tidbit. By the way, uh, 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. What anniversary is this? 10. Oh. Next Friday, March 1st. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, my wife and I. Let me brag she about listening?
1: that. She better be. She do not have any Jackie. phone service, so I don't know.
0: Right. Yeah. So, kudos to you. Too. You're off to Arizona for... Her. Yeah. Okay. the other You don't am-
1: want to talk about that, though?
0: No, I want to talk about <laughs> the anniversary of USA. <laughs> That's right. 1970. Mike Arruzzione, a friend. H- How many years? 44. And you know Mike Ruzioni. Yeah. You've hung out with him a bunch. Yeah, great guy. Mike Ruzioni. I was at a restaurant in Boston last summer. The guy hasn't played any hockey that you know about in 44 years. He could have gone to the NHL, probably been a third... Uh, Third line forward. It's a nice player at BU. Nothing great. Yeah. He said, it can't get better than this. I'm not going to play. When he walks in a restaurant or a bar or anywhere in Boston, he's still a friggin' superstar. It's it's crazy 44 years later. A
1: great tweet from Darren Ravel, who's on Twitter, and he's he's got all these statistics about the 1980 Olympic game. Mike Ruzzioni's jersey from the Miracle on Ice game on this day in 1980 via USSR sold for $657,000. In 2013, Ravel says, I can't imagine in today's collectible environment that it would sell for less than $3.5 million. I was going to say,
0: it's north of a million. It's got to be close to 2 or 3 Some Some rich guy has got that thing framed. You walk in his house, he goes, that's the Jersey-Aruzzioni war when they beat the Russians, which is the most famous upset in history. Go see the movie Miracle. miracle. Tremendous. Brooks. They lost 10 nothing in Madison Square, maybe 10-2. I'm not uh, a week before, two weeks before the Olympics to the USSR, one of the greatest hockey teams ever assembled. Another great documentary HBO did about it as well. Game was not live in America. You You found out the score and then watched the game, having already known on tape delay that they had won. The
1: miracle on ice was only the second hockey game Al Michaels ever called.
0: Michaels said, quote, I knew what icing was and I knew what offsides was. Uh, Darren Ravel will be on with us next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, next Thursday, is that right? We ought, to ha- we ought to have him when Drew's here, though, too. Because so, I know you read him a lot, yeah. right? All right, do we have calls here? I mean, like, what's it we play? Let right, us know on, what I'll service provider you have, too. Because you are in the...
3: So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to
0: sound off with Three Strikes. Bring it
3: Gone. On
1: the Steakhouse,
3: on
0: Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Does she have one habit that really bothers you? My after wife, ten years. Yeah, because I know you have a lot, but do you have any? Not to not. I don't mean to not spread the love here, but is there any one habit? Yeah, they just like. Gee, I wish you. I wish you know. I hate when you do that, right? I <sighs> like, think. Like my wife's a bit of a a hoarder of sort of. Cluck. Oh, yeah, that's a really good one. I say to her, I, you know, I've shown her articles. Like feng shui type stuff about how clutter raises anxiety yes. or like leaving dishes in the <laughs> sink and all that. I'm like, I'm not just being a pain in the butt. Like it, it, if there's an unmade bed in front of me, you're like, you know, it's like, what's the big deal? Like I was like, it's a big deal. No,
1: but mine is like I'll go into the basement, go into a closet and there's a birthday balloon for my daughter's second birthday. I'm like,
0: we, we can throw this out. <laughs>
1: Well, we could deflate it and yeah. then fold it and put text, it in a ziplock. I
0: want her to text you your most annoying habits if she's listening, and I don't want you to read it on the air. She but, keeps
1: all the cards I write her. Well, that's nice. She was cleaning out. She's like, You just wrote, I just found the card from eight years ago you wrote me. You never tell me stuff like that anymore. I go,
0: Yeah, uh, okay, there you go. Sounds like married guy's sex life as well, right? <laughs> it's just, I mean, on fire, what, baby. 404 726 0929. Jackie, what's Drew's? most annoying habits. He just said you're a clutter and you save too much. Just saying. (laughs) I'm trying to rain on this 10-year parade. I'm just kidding. Uh, The uh, favorite place to get a margarita, your favorite all-time player to never win a title. I want full lines here. we got three minutes. Do the right thing. And your uh, uh, attachment to your phone scale of 1 to 10. Greg in Cartersville, what's your favorite place to get a margarita?
3: Yeah, probably pure taqueria down in uh, downtown Woodstock. Very solid.
0: Your favorite player to never win a title. Yeah, Dan Marino. Yeah. Uh, only one Super Bowl. It was his second year, I think, in the league. And uh, your attachment to your phone, 1 to 10.
3: Pro- probably a 6. Um, you know, and, and real quick, it was Harrison High School that lost to Parkview of the state championship. Thank you, Thank you very much. For John
0: Abadi. Thank you very much. I called that game. Very exciting. I'd say I'm about an 8 on my phone. It's terrible. Yeah, remember,
1: you can't say 7. So 6, is like, okay, I'd say I'm
0: an 8 as well. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I'm not proud but of. it. But you're working,
1: honey. I'm working. I gotta
0: check the scores. I gotta For, check the game. Yeah, she might. What do you have in that game? Gotta put this bet in. Why? Yeah. Why do you care about Colorado State, Wyoming? Just curious. Because <laughs> I just you're on ESPN on the Colorado game. I'm just <laughs> curious. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. If you don't fill the phone lines, we're not leaving.
1: My favorite player, Larry Fitzgerald. Phenomenal guy, teammate of mine. Oh, he Done can't Done it great. all, seen it all. No, Jay Williams, he can't Oh, yeah, be you're right. He's just second in every receiving <laughs> statistic
0: across the time. board. Marvin, uh, favorite place to get a margarita? La peria Best player that never win a title for you? Dominique. Attachment to your phone, scale of 1 to 10. I'll have to go with an 8. I know. Sucks, right? Breakfast Barry. How we doing, big man? How you doing?
3: Real quick, Luke Hartbring's sister, who's a sophomore at Marist, is ten times better no, than any boy player wow. on the team. No, I wow!
0: I heard she is phenomenal. She scored
3: thirty-eight in the first half last night. Are you serious, bro? Sorry about that. Thirty-eight.
1: Oh, How many of the team have forty-two? Yeah,
3: thirty-eight in the first half. Oh my
0: God! Who they play? Um, and they didn't play her. She didn't play the second half. They scored seventy-two. And Luke I think and it Luke. Was. And Luke Harpering just lit it up. Uh, They're already in the third round, right?
3: Against Riverwood, who beat the number one seed last night in overtime. Wow. Down in, uh, I think it was Lee County.
0: Favorite favorite place to get a margarita?
3: There's a little place that Jimmy Buffett wrote a song about in St. Bart's uh, called Cheeseburger in Paradise, and that's my favorite place to get a margarita. I haven't been there in a long time, but if I could go back, that'd be it.
0: Best player to never win a title.
3: You know, I'm I'm going to say Dale Murphy. I just love
0: Dale Murphy. Yeah, that's a good call. All-around great guy. You're, Hate it. You're, Hated it. Hated it. Your point. attachment to your phone, your unhealthy attachment, scale of 1 to 10.
3: Oh. Uh, no. What? what does my wife think, or what do yeah. I think? Just
0: Go ahead, give me the number. I like a twelve. Like a twelve, it's, it's tough, taped to my forehead at all times. I know it sucks. horrible. Hey, thanks, horrible. Barry. Did Jackie? Is uh, she listening? I, right she, weekend.
1: You know, the phone. Maybe this is a good day to talk about that because the phone situation. Oh yeah, maybe she's probably not listening. Usually, Andy I after. get some real-time feedback.
0: The Odyssey app maybe uh, not working as their phone's down. All right, we'll say hi to Andy and Randy when we come back.
2: Not most small